Welcome to the Peace and Purpose Podcast. This podcast is for entertainment and informational purposes only. It should not be considered medical, nutritional, psychological, or any other form of advice. If you need specific advice, please consult a professional. Hey, everybody. I wanted to let you guys know that my new book, Unconventional, Anxious to Alive, will be coming out on Tuesday, September 14th. In the book, I document how I moved from the most painful part of my life to the most wonderful. Through my pain, I discovered many new strategies and mindsets that lifted me from anxiety to joy and excitement. In this book, I pull back the curtain and show you how you can do the same. Give it a read, try out my ideas, and let us know what you think. What is up, everybody? This week, we have another interesting guest. We have Matt from the Journey to Freedom podcast, and... As always, we're going to be talking about bold and courageous actions through faith. So, I'm going to ask him a few questions as normal, and we're going to get rolling here. One sad thing to say, uh, my co-host is just a busy bee this week, so he won't be joining us. Um, but I'm going to try to make up the the Chance Brown charm in this episode. So, without further ado, let's dig into some Matt insights. So, I want to ask you, this is what we ask all of our guests, throughout your life... Um, what have been the most significant things that have shaped you as a person? Well, first of all, I want to say uh, thanks a lot for for being a guest on the show. Really appreciate it. It's really exciting to be on the other side, I would say, you know, since uh, I'm a podcaster too, I'm able to, you know, talk with a lot of people from around the world. So being right here and then, you know, speaking in front of a microphone and sharing a little bit of my story and my background, it's really exciting. So really appreciate you, you being uh, right here with me. Um, but going back to the question that you asked, some of the things that definitely shaped me over the life, you know, um, some of the things that I can think of, and number one for me is definitely family. This is something that is extremely important for me. Uh, you know, I'm really, really close. For those who know me, I'm extremely close with my parents. I'm really blessed and really thankful that I'm able to, uh, you know, share my life with them. Um, we can talk about a little bit more about my background a little bit later, but um, as of right now, you know, I... Um, I was with them for 18 years after before I, I moved to, to the United States because I'm originally from Poland. So I would say that family is definitely number one and, uh, you know, spending a lot of time with them. Uh, that definitely shaped me to, uh, to a person who I am right now. Um, you know, when I was 18 years old, I moved to California to pursue my college. And I think that kind of a step uh, made me a little bit stronger and more independent person as well. So that switch uh, when when I moved there, you know, it's a, it's a 10,000 mile away kind of a journey and going there by myself was definitely something, uh, something crazy and uh, something I, I did when I was uh, younger, but I'm really thankful for that because uh, that taught me a lot. That changed the whole perspective of whole life for me. Uh, you know, gotta, I, I, was, I was a person that I need to manage my finances, manage my life and pretty much figure out what I really want to do in my life. So those are like two big, two things that definitely changed me. Um, but something that definitely happened, I would say recently about two years ago was um, something that I've dreamed of my entire life, which was getting a degree in the United States. Uh, you know, when you live out, outside of the US, you know how important it is and how big it is to get a degree in the US. So for me, when I received that bachelor degree that I've been working on for my entire life was was a big success and something that uh, made me definitely, you know, stronger and wiser and, and extremely grateful for that. 
Gotcha. Man, that's cool. I I think it's so interesting to see the perspective from someone outside of the United States about, you know, the drive towards our educational system and, and, and all the bells and whistles that I, I guess that we provide on our end over here. Um, going off of that, though, I was going to ask you, what made you want to come to the United States to go to college? Like, like what's the draw for, for people from Europe? Right. Well, for me, it's going to be maybe obviously a little bit different than for everybody else. Um, but like I, I just said, you know, I'm really close with my parents and uh, my mom is a flight attendant. She's been a flight attendant for 32 years right now. So um, I've been very um, thankful to travel the world extensively, thanks to her and thanks to my dad as well. So, you know, when when I was young, I obviously I don't remember, but my first flight was when I was when I was three months old to Thailand. So that's how it all started pretty much. And then after that, we've been traveling the world extensively and seeing different cultures and experiencing, you know, uh, new places and meeting new people made me really want to pursue something in tourism. You know, I really want to have at first I thought I'm going to have my own tourism company. That was at least the goal that that's when I was like 16 years old or maybe 15, whatever. Uh, but later on, as I was you know, graduating or I was getting closer to graduating from high school in, in Poland, I wanted to make a big jump and do something that um, that I wanted to do, like with with tourism, right, with with hospitality, because I've been thankful to to see so many different hotels and so many flew so many um, different airlines as well. So um, I wanted to go to college in the U.S. because, you know, the U.S., we all know that U.S. system is, is among one of the best in the world. And going to college and then eventually transferring to university and getting that degree can really open the doors for you all around the world. Um, with the degree, I'm able to, to, you know, to stay in Europe if I want to, or I can go to Asia, I can go back to the U.S. It's really something powerful to have on your resume. Um, and why exactly the U.S.? Well, I went back to, was my, my first time actually when I went to uh, U.S. was back in 2007. It was my first time going to New York. Um, that was my first city. So I just remember when um, I was taking subway and I, after I took a subway, I, I came to, it was Manhattan. Uh, you know, I, I, I looked up, uh, I think it was in Pipesdale building or whatever it was. And I was just like, whoa, this place is amazing. We don't have anything like this in Europe or in Poland, you know, huge buildings. It's so busy, so loud, so like crazy here. And I was just like, I fell in love with New York and Ever since then, I, I just visited U.S. so many times over and over again. Gotcha. I got you, man. Yeah, I remembered uh, I was in the Czech Republic in college, and just getting, it was such a different thing for me as far as, the, like, taking the metro and all that different thing because, like, in the U.S., you get on a subway and everybody's going insane. <laughs> like, every, there's kids crying and people pushing people around and yelling. I arrived in Prague got off the plane, got on the first metro, and everybody was dead silent. No, packed metro, nobody was talking. Um, earbuds aplenty. Um, so I thought that was super interesting. So for you, the, the draw has really been travel, and you, and you think that that has a lot to do with meeting new people or new places or just, like, do you seek novelty? Or what do you think your drive behind it is? Um, 
definitely, definitely travel. You know, I mean, we all travel, whether we travel just within our state or maybe country. A lot of people have been able to travel internationally as well. Obviously not, you know, in the current uh, times, but, um, you know, we, we've all experienced different cultures. We've all experienced different people, uh, different languages, different cuisines, for example. So for me, it's definitely that drive of travel, of, of meeting new people, of exploring different places. I am also... Um, a photographer. I've been taking photos for over 10 years right now. So seeing that, it's kind of like a cherry on top for me, you know, uh, when I'm able to just travel, not just meet people and try different food, but also capture it and share it with the community online. That that definitely drives me. Gotcha. Cool, man. Cool. So moving forward, here's a question, especially for our theme this season. And I, I think I know what you're going to say, but regardless... What's been the most courageous thing you've ever done? Um, yeah, I think you know the the answer. <laughs> and uh, even, even though even though you know I um, I moved to the United States when I was eighteen. That was back in two thousand twelve. I lived in the United States for nine years. So just recently, as of actually a month ago, I've moved out of the United States. But that's another story. We can talk about it a little bit later. Um, that's definitely going to be the most courageous thing I've ever done was moving to the U.S. Um, you know, for, for, for a person that's maybe like 20, 30, 40 years old, moving to a different place might not be, uh, might, might not be crazy. But for me, when I was 18 years old, and mind you that I'm also the only child, and so leaving my, my place, my house, uh, all my friends and family kind of behind, right? Going to somewhere where... Yes, I visited before and opened a lot of doors for me. But if we're being very honest, at that time I was thinking, you know, well, Poland, it's nice, it's great, but during wintertime, it's cold. And I don't like, you know, cold weather. <laughs> so I needed a kind of a change. Uh, and I was thinking California would be a great place because I visited before. It's nice and warm. I can take some tennis classes. It's It was a little bit different kind of thinking, right? We're all, we're all, adults right now so when you grow up you have a different mentality you don't think in the same way when you were 15 years old so uh that, that was that was a drive for sure <laughs> i love it i love it man you really didn't like the cold you were real in the face whatever to get away from the cold <laughs> exactly exactly and that nine hour time difference nah i mean not needing a coat that's <laughs> Exactly, but I managed to do it for for quite some time. I was in California for the first two years. Then due to some financial difficulties, I moved to Canada, which, well, of course, was even colder than Poland, but that's fine. Um, So I was in Canada for almost a year. I was living in Calgary. I was able to make enough money to come back to California. And then eventually, you know, progressively, step by step, obviously, with a few jobs here and there and uh, being able to sign up for some classes in a community college. I was able to enroll back and uh, and eventually transfer to uh, to university to Cal Poly Pomona, which uh, which is the best hospitality and uh, the best hospitality um, university in California right now. So um, I'm extremely proud of that. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, I mean, speaking of personal finance, man, you picked the spot if you're looking to to test your ability to manage money down in California. That's that's wild. That is absolutely wild. That's true. So. I'm sure. So, so what all did you learn about managing money? What was your strategy after you got there and you were like, dang, I don't, I'm broke, man. I got to go to Canada. Like what was your mindset shift there? 
Well, so everything started with my parents. Obviously, when I was so young, I was not able to afford going to California. Um, California is extremely expensive, as we know. And going to community college for me, you know, when you're an international student, obviously you have to have a visa. And at that time, uh, community college, the cheapest one in Orange County was about $25,000 a year for me. Um, and that was something that my parents were paying for me for the first two years. Uh, but like I said, after two years, unfortunately, the finances were not um, not the way we wanted to be. So I only had a choice, you know, either come back to Poland and find a job or maybe study here. Or I had a friend who has a coffee shop in Calgary and work out there for a little bit, make enough money and come back. So I would say around that time, after two years of living there, that was the time when I needed to figure out, well, you know, my parents don't have enough money right now for me to 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 keep you know to stay in california pretty much so i gotta figure out how to make money save money i was not even thinking about investing obviously at the time but save enough money to come back to california um and after i came back from canada after eight months that was a real time when i was fully independent so i needed to figure out how to open an account you know bank account how to uh, save money, how to, uh, you know, when you go to grocery stores, look for deals and all that stuff. So this was the first time when I was able to really be independent and understand the finances, at least the basics. Um, and another thing that I would say that definitely changed my perspective was my ex, because she was really frugal, uh, which was really good. I think so, because she taught me a lot on how to even save more, you know, not to go to your nearest uh gap or or old navy or whatever it is and just buy the, the newest things whatever right you know what i mean so uh save on that and then eventually i'll say that back in 2019 that was the time in my life when i learned not just about just saving but about investing and this whole idea of financial independence so this was a big move for me gotcha so so what was your thought process in that moment where you were like, dang, I can't afford this. My parents can't afford this. Really don't want to go back to Poland. Like, were you, were you freaking out? Were you afraid? What was the, where was your mind at? Yeah, I was definitely freaking out because I knew I didn't want to go back to Poland because I was in California for two years playing tennis, hanging out, going to the beach. I mean, I was living the life. So I definitely, I was not complaining at all. I'm thinking that right now, if, if I don't find enough money in the next few weeks or months, then I'm, I'm going to have to go back. So uh, definitely a tough time for me, I would say. But another thing that happened, and I'm truly, truly thankful for that, is um, I applied for a green card. Um, and there are a few, for those who know, there are a few ways of, of getting a green card in the U.S. I think the easiest way is to get get married. Um, another way is uh, to get a, get sponsorship from employment, from, from your employer. But another thing that you can win is through a lottery online, which I applied for and I won a lottery, which is crazy. Um, so <laughs> I won a lottery online with a green card. And within a year and a half, I was a resident, which made me, uh, you know, resident, meaning that I was not I didn't have to pay any outside uh, outside fees for school. So from that twenty five thousand dollars community college, I end up paying probably 1,500 on top of scholarship. I had free education for the next years to come. So uh, pretty crazy. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Wow. So a lot of that 25K was just like basically immigrant fees for the lack of a better word. 
Is that essentially what it was? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, it was all the fees and, and housing and food and everything that was kind of included in the community college. I was not even thinking about transferring to university because full-time university in California, like UCLA, UC Irvine, Long Beach, anything like that costs from like forty-five to over $75,000 a year. So those are really big numbers that, um, that definitely was not like they were not happening. I got you. I got you. But cool, man. Yeah, I'm, you didn't want to find a fine American woman to, to settle down with over here? <laughs> uh, I was definitely not looking at the, into, into that when I was 18. No, no not at that point. Uh, <laughs> um, cool. So so moving forward here, what what are you what are you looking for? I get what are you seeking in an ideal life? Like a lot of people have different pictures of this, but you seem to be very freedom of choice oriented. So like where are you where are you heading now? Or or where would you like to go? Well, that's a, uh, the whole idea of getting degree in the US was uh, obviously uh, having an open door into other places in the world. So the whole point was get a degree and either stay in the U.S. or travel internationally. I really wasn't so sure. But uh, things have changed through, obviously, pandemic and through my progression of life, I would say. Um, when I graduated with a degree of hospitality management back in 2019, um, I was able to get into management training at the Ritz-Carlton um, Hotel in Miami. So, you know, I was right there for over six months or so. So I was able to work in a, in a really high luxury environment, which I really, really love. This is something that I'm really passionate about and I see myself doing for, for quite some time. Um, but because things have changed and I would say that I've learned a lot about finances and how to invest and save money, I've learned about this concept of financial independence. Uh, meaning, obviously, uh, you know, I'm able to save a lot of money over 50% of my income and invest wisely um, over the period of, of, of years to come and eventually um, have enough passive income to sustain my life. So, yes, I do love working in the industry, in the hospitality industry. I love helping people and traveling the world and seeing the world. Uh, but at the same time, just like you mentioned, I love to have my own freedom and do exactly what I want to do. Because if, I believe that if I have enough passive income, if I don't have to worry about money, I'm able to spend time with my friends, my family, travel, do the things that I really, really love and I'm passionate about. Um, I just don't see myself working until I'm 50, 60 years old, maybe even 40, to be very honest. So it all depends. You know, things change right now. But this whole concept really changed my perspective. That's cool. I, I think even for people that are really purposeful in their work, I, I'm one of those. I think it's important to have the choice. You know, it, freedom isn't about, you know, never, you know, like sipping mojitos on the beach every day for the rest of your life, that sort of thing. It's more like I can choose what I want to do. I have the power of choice. I can act how I want. I can think how I want. And, you know, I can do how I want. So I think that's a really cool concept with the passive income because you can tap into the deeper things that you want in your life without after removing the restraints. And I think money is certainly a restraint that a lot of people run into. So definitely, I, I definitely concur there. Um, so what is your 
I'm going to ask you, what is your strategy as far as your passive income? What, what are your investment types? Are you a real estate guy? Are you a dividend stock guy, bonds? How do you roll? Well, it all started, like I said, back in 2019 when saving accounts were still a thing. Obviously, they're not really right now. Um, so I started just basically with saving account. Just to, I was putting um, just some, some money into saving account. But eventually, I learned a little bit more about investment. And definitely long-term investment. I'm not into crypto or or day trading or anything like that. Um, I see that I'm I'm going to be able to have I guess enough money to sustain myself in I would say seven, ten, fifteen years. That's my that's that's where I'm seeing it. Um, what I'm investing in uh, is definitely dividend. Um, I would say blue chip uh, stocks. Those are the ones that I'm definitely looking into. And um, you know there are some stocks that I'm investing that are individual stocks, but I also have a separate uh, portfolio where I have index funds and uh, um, portfolio that consists of three different uh, index funds that I'm just investing over every single month pretty much. And this is a Roth IRA uh, account where I'm trying to max it out every single year as much as I can, of course. Um, and this is, like I said, this is the second portfolio that I have on top of uh, just individual stocks. Okay. Okay. Got it. So in the fire movement, for those of you in my audience that don't know, are you shooting for lean fire? Or are you shooting for hanging back, bathing in money fire? You know, what is your um, what is your lifestyle level that you're aiming for? Well, so I'm definitely looking for a kind of a lifestyle that I'm able to travel and sustain myself over the long period of time. And I've been living pretty frugally, I would say, over the past few years. So I'm not saying I'm an expert when it comes to like saving money, but I I would say that for me, the most important thing is um, geo arbitrage, which I'm sure a lot of people might have heard about, meaning I would move or I move to places where uh, they're not too expensive, right? They're places where I'm able to max out my my dollar amount. Now, let's just say, you know, obviously Thailand or Indonesia or a place like that, where for five or six hundred dollars a month, you're you're perfectly set. You're you're totally fine. Um, this is my idea as of right now. Obviously, things might change in the future, uh, especially that, um, like I said, I moved out of the U.S. about a month ago. Uh, so currently, I'm in Poland. Uh, I'm trying to spend as much time as I can with my family, with my friends, uh, travel a little bit within Europe as well. And my main goal is to go back to the industry possibly within two, three months if things get a little bit better um, and move to Southeast Asia. So once I'm there, I'm able to go back to uh, to work and then continue, you know, earning more money uh, and having that passive income because I'm still on the path of, of uh, you know, of, of retiring early. Okay, cool, man. That's awesome. Um, so you're going to go to Southeast Asia and you'll work like in a, do they have Ritz Carlton's over there or are you going to work in a different sort of capacity? Yeah, so that's the whole goal is going back to luxury for sure. Um, unfortunately, right now, the visas and all the restrictions are a little bit tough on that. So I'm not so sure if that's exactly going to be happening. But the whole idea is to work um, in the luxury segment, places like Ritz Carlton peninsula for seasons anything that's uh that's luxury uh you know more uh detail oriented i guess uh, kind of environment that really drives me that i'm really passionate about uh, you know pleasing people making them happy 
And working in that kind of environment is, is something I've been doing for a long time. And uh, it's good to have a take a breather, I'll say, but you but working towards your passions and doing that you what you really love is uh, it, it, it's it's amazing. You know, everyone knows that, right? So you really see your professional purpose, you know, because a lot of people we talk we talk about helping people or making them feel good or doing whatever, you know. But we all have different capacities of doing that, you know. The economic system is uh, predicated on value, providing value. But you think that your your unique way of doing it is very like people on vacation, giving them the best possible experience, essentially. People going out with their, you know, with their with their money, with their earned money, and showing them, you know, I don't know, helping them in the best way possible while spending it, essentially. Right, yeah, I mean, that's the industry, that's the whole industry, the whole hospitality industry, even though right now, um, even though right now things are definitely tough, both in the U.S. and, and Asia, I'm hoping that the things will definitely go back to where they were or even, even a little bit better because the segment for luxury, um, you know, especially in Southeast Asia, uh, it's it's really big. It's It has a huge potential I've been reading a lot of news about development and overall information how how this industry is is changing and will definitely need more people uh, in the future. But I cannot see myself doing anything else besides this and traveling. So it really, like I'm saying, you know, I really want to go back to industry, have a little bit more experience, work um, work in the industry, but eventually. You know, that's the reason why I'm investing and that's the reason why I'm thinking about fire movement, uh, you know, retiring early in order to to travel and share with other my other experiences. Great. So geographic arbitrage. I think that's a cool concept for everybody to think about because, you know, I, I guess that makes sense with the with the in the Southeast Asian countries and, and how that works and a lot of the or at least I've saw on your show you interviewing digital nomads and those sorts of people that I guess understand that on a lot of levels, the the Tim Ferriss, I'm sure you're familiar with him, that sort of idea. Um, so I have two more questions for you. So one question is, what do you see is your is your purpose in life? I know you're passionate about travel, but you know, at this point, what do you think you're put here to do? Um, as simple as cliche as it might sound, but this is something I've learned over the past years or over my entire life I would say and and I know I'm going back to my parents but they are the ones who really taught me everything and thanks to them I'm, I'm able to be where I am right now uh it's helping people it's helping people not necessarily like a lot of people you know the volunteer which is absolutely amazing in different places in the world for me you know sharing the stories sharing what I've learned and helping them maybe you know maybe financially maybe when it comes to traveling maybe in any other different way, to be honest, something 